0: Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Real, Real Partnership, Partnership Podcast. podcast. I'm Jerry. And I'm Shanice. In this podcast, we will talk about relationships, family, finances, and maintaining a positive mindset throughout life circumstances.
1: We're going to touch on all the controversial issues that people go through within marriages, such as goals, conflicts, expectations, and so much more.
0: Connect with us on Instagram at trp.podcast and leave us a review.
1: Thanks for listening, and we appreciate all of your support.
0: What's going down, everybody? Welcome to episode three of The Real Partnership Podcast.
1: What's up, y'all? We're back.
0: Yes, yes. We uh, came back to give y'all some more game, man. Yeah,
1: but okay, so let's talk about our week. How was your week?
0: Uh, My week was pretty good. I actually surprised uh, Char and my mother-in-law and my uh, younger siblings with their uh, sister returning from the Navy. They did not know. They had no clue she was coming back. She actually told them that she couldn't come back due to the war that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And no, she's not on the front line fighting, but, you know, she is in the Navy, and uh, I know sometimes they may have to take protocol. But the surprise was really, it was really good.
1: Right, pause. Sorry, I gotta interrupt, because, first of all, Jerry said he had a surprise for me, which it is a surprise for me that my sister is coming home. I was very excited, but I thought he had like a like a gift. I thought I like I was literally thought I was waiting on a gift from him cuz he was like, "Oh yeah, uh clear your schedule on Thursday morning. I got a surprise. I need you to meet me at this place." Like I thought I was going to get something.
0: Yeah, I had to go through the whole scoop and make it seem like it was a, a surprise for her. Unless it probably wouldn't have worked. But I, I received a lot of questions, what I need to wear. Yeah, what I time. thought we were going on
1: a date. Like I like I literally thought he was trying to show me that he appreciated me randomly. Like I'm like, oh my gosh.
0: Um no, not this time. <laughs> but it was still a good surprise though. <laughs> no,
1: it was, it was. Charity, we love you.
0: <laughs> Already.
1: Um, but yeah, so also Jaden's birthday this weekend. His birthday was Saturday. He turned one. So yeah, so we actually we just did something small. We didn't go all out for him, um, but he had a I think he had a good time. Um, he was very sleepy, very worn out by the end of the 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 day. But I think I think he enjoyed himself.
0: Yeah, he definitely had a good time. We actually pushed him because uh, when I say pushed him, we. We had the party, then we came home for maybe three hours, then got back out and like went to this little burger spot. But he was still sleeping. You know, he's only one. He ain't trying to move around like that. He want to get his uh, little nap in. Right. But we like, man, nah, it's your birthday. We finna, you know, live it up today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But he was very tired. He definitely slept through the night. If he don't sleep through the night every night, he definitely slept through the night that night. So. But all right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and get into the question of the day. This question is a little bit different. Um, I reached out to a few different people on IG to send us some questions. Um, Y'all feel free to send us some questions. They can definitely be anonymous or uh, what what people say, like from a friend or-
0: Right, friend or family, whoever. Yeah,
1: Yeah, so you don't don't have to put your name in it or whatever, but these are definitely appreciated from you guys. So the question is, my boyfriend of two years just (laughs) proposed to me. I love him, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to be married. Marriage is a huge commitment, and I'm so fr- afraid to get divorced. What should I do?
0: The first thing I would tell uh, this person to do is to pray on that. That's the first thing. And then, with marriage being a huge commitment, and you you not wanting to get a divorce, I think you know if you're not ready, I don't think you should do it. I think you should still, you know go along with the relationship and do what you've been doing. But if you, if you're not ready and you feel like you're not ready, I don't think you sh- this is something you should step into knowing that I wasn't ready for this.
1: Um, I don't, I, so I think there's definitely a lot to unpack there. Um, number one, I would like to know like from this person, like what makes you feel like you're not ready? Like, what are you not ready for? And what kind of, what are you scared of? Because with a lot A lot of times when we enter new phases of our life, there's like some kind of hesitation that we feel and we're like, oh, I don't know, like things may get different. Sometimes um, there's a fear of that the relationship may be different now that you're kind of making things official in this way or you feel like you maybe you don't have everything that it takes from the things that you've seen. Um, in your past, in, um, in and fam- from your family and friends. So I would like to know what is holding this person back. Is it something like internally, mentally, that they're just trying to kind of get past? Or is it really like, I don't want to commit. I don't want to have this for sure commitment with this person because I'm not sure that I want to wake up to them every day. Because those are two completely different things. So,
0: Right. That background information would definitely help. Because, uh, like Sean said, if it's just that you're not ready because you're stepping into a new phase and you're kind of nervous because you don't know what to expect, then that's a little different. But if you're not ready because you know it's things that you need to work on, it's areas in your life that you need to be better at so that you can be the best wife or best husband that you can be, then, yeah, you may need to wait. Yeah. Um,
1: And then another thing. I, I like that this person pointed out that they're so afraid to get divorced um, because that's, honestly, that's something that Jeremy and you, we don't, we uh, we have that in the back of our minds as well. Just because, so like my mom and his mom have both been married multiple times. Our dads have been married multiple times. So like, just like we come from, we don't come from people who have been married the entire time that we've been born, you know?
0: Right, right. And, of course, we have examples like grandparents, but just, uh, just the just uh, in the household from what we've seen and things like that, it's like, man, you know, we got to do everything that we can and that we know to do to make this thing work. And, of course, this divorce, it's funny that we say that because we don't even bring that word up. We don't really even talk about that like that. Right. And so... I think that's a good thing. And like she said, you know, and it's not bad that our parents, you know, got a divorce, you know, we can learn from that and they're great people.
1: Right, definitely.
0: But um, it's just something, you know, to kind of think about.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that, okay, that brings me to another question. Jared, like she mentioned feeling that she doesn't feel ready to be married. What makes you ready to be married? Or what are the things that you need to kind of, the boxes you need to check off so that you know, okay, yeah, I'm ready to be married now from a male perspective.
0: From a male's perspective, I think we overthink it a lot because so many of us think we need more money. We have to have a solid foundation. We maybe even need a house. Uh, we need to get a great job. And and all that's cool and fun. But at the end of the day, I feel like if you know that you're ready to commit, actually meet your spouse's emotional needs, be willing to take Counseling, I feel like those are that, that's not everything, but those are three major things I feel like that you could say that you're ready. You know, um, yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't think too hard about it when it when it comes to marriage, especially if you know the
1: you wouldn't think too hard about it. What do you mean?
0: Uh, the, when I say I wouldn't think too hard about it, I was gonna say basically if you know the woman that you are dating or whatever is wifey material and she's already doing wife. Wife, things like for example with us it really wasn't hard for me because when we were dating everything that Shaw was doing was something that a wife would be doing so it didn't i didn't have to actually sit there and sit on it for a long time because it's like it's either you are gonna take this opportunity or you gonna sit and keep dating and keep playing with the opportunity so and that's what i mean when i say i didn't think too hard about it now of course you know a lot of guys they think hard about it because now I got to give up a certain lifestyle. I can't. I maybe can't go out as much as I used to. I probably can't go to strip clubs no more. I probably can't talk to certain people because we're not in the same lane anymore. Right. And that's just a part of growth. You know what I'm saying? You need to find people that are on the same track as you, and that are trying to get to where you and your spouse are trying to get to. So, Shaw, so how do you? What do you feel from a woman perspective? Even though we know women mature faster than men.
1: Yeah, um, and that is huge. Women definitely mature very fast, uh, way faster than men do. Um, But I think so. That's an interesting perspective because from a woman's point of view, usually we are, if usually at a certain at an early age, we know if we want to be, you know, if marriage is our goal or not at an early age. Um, and for the most part, it's just the fact of finding a guy who is on our level mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um all of that. Finding someone who can match our energy with the way that we love, the way that we um show our affection, the way that we um express our emotions like someone who can kind of be on our level with that. And and for us, a lot of us, that is hard to find. So I guess for this person, with their for their um, advice, I would suggest that they really take a look at who this person is to them, how they um, are kind of filling in the gaps, if they're filling in the gaps for them, if they are making their lives better and improving their life in any way, um, if they have things in common, if they kind of get along on a day-to-day basis. And I would just suggest that they take a look at those things and kind of go from that perspective, and not think about it like, oh, this is a huge life life change. Blah blah blah. Just kind of think of: Can I see my life with this person? Uh, do I see them in my future? Do they make my life better? Um, do they make me make me look at things in a in a different perspective? Um, do they compliment me in the way? that we kind of go about things and in the way that we go about our lives. Um, And I think those are huge things to consider. And once you consider those things, the rest will fall in place.
0: Right. And honestly, it only gets better once you know for a fact that you're willing to do everything it takes.
1: Right. But yeah, so let's go ahead and get into our actual topic of our episode today. Today, we are talking about friendships. Um, and other relationships outside of your main relationship with your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend. And so we know that everyone's relationship is different. So we are just speaking on behalf of the majority um, of us because we know that some of you guys are within your relationships, you guys handle friendships a little bit differently. And we don't want to come off as you know kind of telling you guys what you should or should not do. But we are speaking on behalf of most the relationships of most people. Right on.
0: Right on. (laughs) So, you know, um, having friends in your relationship is very important. Coming into your relationship, you all should know about each other's friends. Um, When y'all kicking it, especially if it's opposite sex friends, everybody needs to be able to go out together. You know, uh, if, if it's the husband and you have a female friend that you grew up with and she wants to hang out. Your wife need to come. Actually, they need to be able to hang out by themselves. It needs to get to that point,
1: right? But no, so that definitely starts like before it's even a marriage. That starts during the relationship phase, during the talking phase. It should be transparent. Like this is my friend from back in the day. Um, I like you know I know them from this and I know them from that way. Blah blah blah. And when they like the hang up hangouts that are already set up. It should feel comfortable for your spouse or your partner to already join in on those. You know what I mean? Right.
0: It shouldn't be an awkward situation where it's like, "Uh, you coming? Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So
1: Right. And you, as the girlfriend or boyfriend, shouldn't feel like the third wheel. The best friend should feel like the third wheel.
0: Right, right.
1: But yeah, so when it comes to opposite sex friends, so we talked about um, friends that were already there before you guys got in your relationship, but- what about friends that you meet throughout the relationship? How do you feel about opposite sex friends that are new?
0: Um, The, the not mature me would say, no, nah, I, I ain't trying to go for none of that. But, <laughs> man, everybody's intentions is not to come in and try to be a home worker. So, so what I say is, you know, first off, they need to know that you're married. Right. And then the next step, I think would t- would be is you know let's let's all set up a meeting day if 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 this is somebody that you feel like can be a, a good friend to you then hey we can all go out for lunch you know what I'm saying let's go let's go yeah. eat somewhere let's talk let's chop it up you know that way we can get a feel for each other and um, I'll know kind of what I'm dealing with
1: <laughs> yeah and it shouldn't be awkward it shouldn't be awkward at all like if you are if you're making new friends and honestly i like i haven't i don't even think neither one of us have has made new opposite sex friends so we can't really talk from that perspective right. as far as like new friends goes but um if you're navigating those fields you should definitely make sure that everything's set out on the table you guys um, your relationship is not really that you don't really discuss the problems and things that you guys have with your friend.
0: Right. Especially to the opposite sex friends because you never know what they're plotting on or anything right, like that. Right. They might
1: have a, see a window and take an opportunity and that will definitely cause some confusion that you don't need in your uh, life. Right. But what about same-sex friends? How should we navigate those in relationships?
0: Um, same-sex friends, it's still similar. It's slightly different, but... Uh, same sex friends. Still, you know, if I if I have, uh, meet a new person or a new guy that I feel like he's cool, I still feel like my wife needs to know him. You know, she still need to fill him out because she may see something that that I don't see, and may be like, it may be able to tell me, hey, you know, watch out for this or watch out for that. And then, um, yeah, what is this person doing? Is this person bringing value to your life, or is it just somebody you know you just want to talk to uh, from time to time? Just just for time to pass by. And I, at this level, I don't think we really have time for that. I think friendships right now should be valued, especially, you know, with us being married and with us having you know goals and stuff that we're trying to achieve.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, so for me, before I got married, someone told me, like, they gave me advice, was like do not stop hanging out with your girlfriends like make sure that you guys schedule time to hang out to decompress make sure that you're meeting up with them no matter how busy life gets make sure that you have time with your sisters so um i i feel like that's huge um to make sure that you're doing because you don't want to well as women we pour everything into our homes into our families into our spouses and it's definitely important to make sure to make sure that you still intentionally set up that time to decompress with your girls, um, because, like I said, it's very, very important, and even for guys as well. Like, it's important for them to have time with their boys, um, just to kind of be able to kind of de stress and take. Just take the load off and like chill with your friends. Like that's something that's super important, even for your relationship. It's important just to take a step back um, every once in a while and just get with your friends like you used to do. So,
0: Right. And I know me and my friends, we were very close growing up Uh, and still to this day, while while we're married, we still close. I still go hang out with them from time to time. And, and it's cool. And it's, the
1: things that you may not do. I mean, the things that you may do may not be the same, but you can still, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: facts. Facts. <laughs> you know, like, and, and just straight up, like some of my partners, they still go out on weekends, but my phone does not vibrate because, you know, I'm I'm in a different lane now. You know what I'm saying? And not not a bad thing, but it's just some things that I don't even want to do no more just because I'm on a different path. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, And another thing that should be brought up, though, um, because number one, it is important for you to make sure you still have time with your with your friends, with your girls, with your boys. Um, But also you have to hold a standard for your relationship to where you do not discuss everything that goes on in your household. Um, And mainly it's because, for one, you don't want the opinions of others in your specific situations to kind of taint the way that you feel about certain things for one. And then also if there is like some kind of fallout to go on, um, your, your feelings will change for that person nine times out of 10, you'll be mad at them today. And two days later, you'll be fine. But if you, if you discuss the situation that you were upset about, with your friends um, and even close family, they'll hold on to that even after you've gotten over it. And so it's hard to kind of for your spouse or your partner or whoever to kind of come back from that because once your family, your friends know they're kind of holding on to that, they're making judgments on that. And you have to have some sort of level of protection over your relationship.
0: Right. I definitely agree with that. And with that being said, that's why you should have counselors. Somebody you could reach out to if you do have problems and that's who you could talk to about because for one, they're going to understand. They're going to be able to give you the advice that you need and they're not going to be one sided and say, you know, well, you need to do it like this and do it like that. Really telling you stuff that's really going to ruin the relationship. So always, you know, always make sure that you are very aware of what you are telling. Your friends and things like that, because what you telling them the way they're receiving it. First off, they may not even may not even understand it.
1: But um, definitely a disclaimer, or not even a disclaimer, but just note if it's something dangerous, like if you're if it's like a serious issue, tell your, tell your friends, tell your family. Like if it's something serious, so I don't want to say like oh, don't tell them anything, like because sometimes situations come and you need to let somebody know that you need help and that's not what we're talking about like kind of the disclaimer that we talked about before we're only referring to 90 percent of the relationships if you're in trouble please tell somebody just want to get that out there
0: right on all
1: right um and lastly with your spouse do you feel like you can be best friends with your spouse or do you feel like you should be best friends with your spouse
0: I feel like that depends on the actual person because some people need their space and don't want to be bothered all the time. Um, when you're talking about best friends, best friends is somebody you tell everything. When something happens, you call them ASAP. When it's little stuff that may not even need to be said, you say it. So prime example, me and Shaw, we, we best friends. Um, and sometimes I have to remember that. Because I'd be like, man, why are you telling me this? But at the same time, even before we actually got serious, that's what it was. We were, we were telling each other everything, every experience that we had. We, we came to each other about it. So, And I know some people, they need their space. It's like, look, I ain't trying to talk to you all day. I love you to death, but I'm really not trying to talk to you all day. And that's okay. Yeah, but you is. just have to know that as a person. You have to know who you're dealing with. Before you come off like that, because then you would be getting on somebody's nerves.
1: Yeah, like like you said, you just gotta know who you're dealing with, and your personality and their personality, and they just gotta kind of um, mix. But I feel like it, it kind of it's give or take as well. Because um, for me, my personality, like the person that I'm with, I gotta be able to feel comfortable enough to tell you anything at any time, uh, all the time, all of that. But that's my personality. So, like you said, some people they don't have that personality. They have a, a different personality, like just call me when you need me. Other than that, you know, let's just kind of chill. <laughs> right.
0: And I work with so many people where they're at work 10 to 12 hours a day and they may not talk to their spouse. Not saying that they're not close or best friends, but they may not talk to their spouse all day. Right. I, I don't think we could do that. Like we, we talk, if I'm going to live in 12 hours, we're going to talk I can guarantee you me and Shaw are probably talking five and a half to six hours. It's it's no it's no time to where I leave the house at eight, nine in the morning and I do not talk to Shaw until six or seven at night.
1: Unless I, we had an argument.
0: <laughs> I don't need I, I don't remember that. I can't recall that You'll happening.
1: You can get a text from me.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't recall you that happening. Call.
1: That's cap, I can't recall that happening, <laughs> uh, okay, um, but yeah, okay, so that was our episode. There was a topic,
0: so now we're gonna get off into the pop culture segment of the day, and I'm pretty sure y'all can guess what it is i'm I'm gonna pause for two seconds just to let y'all think will Smith. And Chris Rock. Man, man, man. So, first off, Shaw, how do you feel about the whole situation?
1: Okay, disclaimer. First of all, man, I got so many disclaimers in this episode. First of all, we know y'all tired of hearing about this, but we just wanted to throw in our our two cents real quick. Um, And also... uh, Definitely know a lot of people feel different ways about this. It's a little controversial. Right.
0: I respect everybody's opinion. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, But how I feel is I feel that it was too much. It was out of line um, for Will Smith to go up on the stage, slap Chris Rock. That was too much for me. I was really like, what is going on? Um, It was definitely uncalled for, in my opinion. And I feel like it, I feel, I even feel like if he wanted to say what he had to say, like he said, keep my wife's name at your mouth. If he wanted to say that, he still could have said that. But I feel like the getting up to slap, like it was just too much for me. And then even with the joke, number one, the joke wasn't even funny. Number two, the joke wasn't even, to me, it was not even that serious to, to even feel disrespected. On my, in my perspective, I did not feel like Will or Jada should have been disrespected by that. So.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So, what I say about it is, first off, Will Smith laughed at the joke. Right. If you watch the video closely, you see that Will Smith laughed at the joke, and he looks at Jada, and she wasn't smiling at all. Um, and then he proceeds to go and take action. And do what he did to Chris Rock. Uh, of course, that was out of line. Um, I think it's deeper issues that Will Smith is dealing with that actually caused him to do that. Um, I, we don't know what those issues are, but for you to actually walk on stage on national TV and smack another man,
1: yeah,
0: it, it's that it's deeper to me. Um, I hope this situation, you know, just goes past and they're able to remain friends, even if they were friends. Um, shout out to Chris Rock, though. He held his composure. You know, a lot of guys wouldn't have did that. You right. know. When, Which Will, you did. <laughs> when Will Smith turned around, I'm talking about he would have had knots all in the back of his head oh, for God. real. Cause that's that's just, you know what I'm saying? That's different. A slap? Yeah. You know, that's that's slave.
1: That's
0: that's like spitting on somebody. I'd rather you punch me than slap me. But uh, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I, I definitely have been on the Twitter and Instagram streets and seen that people are saying like, oh, well, um, Will was defending Jada, that was disrespectful to Jada, blah blah. Well, from my perspective, First of all, Jada is very comfortable in the fact that she has alopecia. She has been on IG Live and um, Red, Red Table Talk and different platforms speaking on it and speaking on the fact that she's um, gaining her comfortability with it. And she is um, just kind of expressing her vulner- vulnerability in that space and so from my perspective, that joke shouldn't have harmed her at all because she's already she's already comfortable with that fact that that's what she has and she's learning how to cope with it. She's moving on with it. And she's being public with her feelings on having alopecia. Um, but then also, I also feel like if uh, Will was actually defending her And that she felt disrespected that she would have came out with a statement and said something like, you know, I appreciate my husband for having my back. Um, He's always been there for me, blah, blah, blah. This statement that Chris Rock said really hurt me, blah, blah, blah. But she's been silent. So to me, that means that she, I mean... She didn't really take it to heart like that. I did see her face and she did look like she was kind of like, like irritated, like why would he say that, you know? But I mean, comedians are going to be comedians and sometimes they say things that, you know, everybody does. we, We might not like, but that's just a part of their role. And I feel like for it to be taken to heart, it has to, I mean, to me that joke was not serious enough to be taken to heart, but to each their own.
0: Right, right. And I'm still kind of confused why Jada hasn't said anything neither. I do understand with her being comfortable with the alopecia. But it is a little different when somebody come out and joke about it. I don't even know if he was actually joking about her disease. I, I feel like it was just that in in the first movie that the, the lady, she was bald-headed. So he see that Jada was bald-headed. So he was like, you know, GI Jane too, you know, maybe next year, and uh, yeah, I don't. don't That was a
1: lame joke for one, but
0: to you, but them people was
1: laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's Chris Rock, you know, you might just (laughs) laugh because he's seen it, but
0: yeah, but hate that had to happen like that,
1: right? Definitely, it was embarrassing.
0: Definitely to our culture, yes, it was. Yeah. So that wraps up episode three of the Real Partnership Podcast. We appreciate y'all for coming out and listening.
1: Yeah, thank y'all for tuning in.
0: I hope y'all enjoy y'all's week and uh, be kind to your mom.